Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. In the Oaklawn Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. Rick Schaefer on Morning Mayhem is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever need to make your family's grocery needs. 707 Morning Mayhem, Chris Kane, RJ Hawk, Josh Neighbors, Baz and Roger, they are still on vacation. Baz is actually going to call in at 730 this morning. To uh, he, he was on the beaches of Normandy, Omaha Beach, yesterday on Memorial Day, which is a really cool thing. And now joined by the man himself, Rick Schaefer. What's up, Rick? Well, RJ and Scott, good to be with you guys. Or Chris, good to be with you guys this morning. And um, I saw some pictures from that uh, Normandy deal. You might have seen them, too. Pretty amazing to be there on Memorial Day, uh, which is... I guess the only day that would be more significant is if yeah, you were there on June day. 6th. Yeah. So, uh, but absolutely fantastic. I'm really happy for David that he could make a trip like that. Yeah, and did, did you see the uh, picture, Rick, that he put out that uh, his girlfriend, Jessica, she was, she's along with him. Apparently, there was a, a soldier that died on those beaches that was from Redfield, Arkansas, that she was either related to or... You know, she's or, from Redfield. Well, I, know, yeah, I don't so. know if she was related to him or if the family knew that family. But anyways, she found the headstone, and they were, they were allowed to take like a... Um, a, uh, a a big piece of paper that yeah, covers the whole thing. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah, they they yeah. traced it so she could take it back to the family. Wow. Yeah. Goodness. What yeah. are the odds of that? Yeah, it's pretty powerful. Pre- pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah, well, is. Rick, uh, the Fayetteville region has been set. Chris and I were talking a little bit ago, TCU, Arizona, Santa Clara, that it's not the easiest of regions, but it's not the hardest either. What, what do you think about the Fayetteville region? Well, think about it. Arkansas is the number three seed. And yes, those are three really good teams. Now, when I think of TCU, I think of them as being really good. Really, yeah. really good. And I think, didn't they beat Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship mm-hmm. game? Yeah, yep. So they're they're really good. Arizona, I know, is good at times. I It's hard to keep up with the Pac-12 teams. And I don't know if you all watch the selection show. And there may be something to this. The West Coast really gets left behind because all they're doing is playing each other. Mm-hmm. And the SEC, they're playing each other, but they're also playing some really good intersectional games, too. Well, if if you're going to play Stanford, you got to go a long way to play Stanford. Or if Stanford's going to come play you, they've got to come a long way to play. So teams like, I think it was Cal State Irvine, they were comparing their record to Indiana State. They're almost identical, and they're out, and Indiana State's a 14 seed. Mm-hmm. So... You know, so I don't know about Arizona or Santa Clara, either one. I, I'm sure they're good baseball teams. But if this regional is tough, you're not ever supposed to look ahead. You can't. But the Indiana State regional that's paired against Arkansas, you're thinking if Arkansas wins, they should sure win the Super Regional. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it lo- you're right, it looks like Arkansas's regional, and they're a three seed, is tougher than Indiana State's, and they're a 14 seed. Now, how did that happen? I don't know. Rick Schaefer joining us, courtesy of Edwards Food Giant. Rick says Arizona was the fourth to last team to make the NCAA wow. field. But, Rick, if you remember back in 2012, <laughs> and I say back in 2012 like it just happened, but, I mean, I remember vividly being there in Omaha when they won the title that year. This is a team that's just about 10 years removed from winning a national championship. They've won 
Um, in 2021, they're regional, and I think 2016. So you're right. They're kind of up and down. It's hard to keep track of those West Coast teams. But it, to me, I was looking at this this regional thinking – they didn't do the three three overall seed any favors by putting a a team with good history that's won four championships, yeah. a team that's hot in Santa Clara that's won eight straight, and a team that we know the power TCU has. We saw it earlier this season. And and the only thing, but the still that you think Arkansas can win and should win. The only thing you worry about is if Arkansas loses either of the first two games, their pitching is just I'm not sure it's deep enough to come through a loser's bracket. So that's why it's going to be so important. Arkansas to beat Santa Clara and then beat TCU or Arizona. And then even if you get beaten a third game and you got to win again, at least you've still got some pitching left. But we saw that at the SEC tournament. And the one you really got to worry about is Wood. You know, his his he was so good for a while and now in his last three outings he's been horrible. Not just not just not so good, but horrible. And Arkansas really needs him to pitch well. So I hope he can get that corrected and come back. The other thing is and Dave Van Horn says he's not going to announce his starting pitcher until Thursday, is you wonder how he will manage that. When you figure his two best pitchers are pitching in the same game frequently, how do you win a regional if you do that? Uh, And who would he start against Santa Clara? And is Santa Clara, are they that much worse than Arizona or or TCU that you could off-pitch against them and still win so that you would have uh, either Smith or Holland, whoever you want to start against in the second game. That, that, there's a lot of intrigue in this, but the the only thing you do worry about Arkansas is the depth of their pitching staff at this point. Yeah, and, you know, I was looking at the – and I know records are what they are, but, you know, Santa Clara outside of Arkansas has the best record in the region. Uh, they're 35-18 and 18 on the year, and, you know, just looking through their schedule, that you know, they played Stanford, they played – um, Washington. I mean, but for the most part, Rick, they they just didn't play anybody, no. and so it makes you wonder, like, how good is this team um, that Arkansas is going to play at noon? And and I think that and the I, environment that they've not seen they've an never, environment like what they're going to see. If, if you remember no. back when New Jersey Institute of Technology or whatever they were, when they yeah, came down, yeah, you know, <laughs> when, when they came down that here, was so much fun. Everybody, you know, everybody was like, well, they've never seen the environment. And they got down here like, whoa, you know, I mean, it was like playing in a major league baseball yes. uh, or, uh, stadium. And so you wonder, Rick, if if for some of these teams that have never played in this type of environment, if that will also play a factor in these games as well. Well, you hope so, uh, because it's, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Now, it is interesting. Dave Van Horn has now taken the tact. LSU used to do it all the time, and Arkansas didn't for a while. But now they've decided, yes, play the first game. Mm-hmm. So you're playing a 2 o'clock game, and the crowd will be good, but it's better at night. Now, if they win the 2 o'clock game, then they're going to play at 8 o'clock the next night. And I would think Saturday night would be absolutely amazing. But knowing Razorback fans, anybody that works on Friday won't be working on Friday. If you have a ticket to the game, it's like, uh, sir, I'm sorry, but I can't be at my job Friday afternoon because I've got these tickets to the regional. And you know what? There's not an employer in northwest Arkansas that will say, no, you can't go. Every one of them is going to be there. So it's going to be a great crowd. And you do hope that that will intimidate Santa Clara. I don't think of Santa Clara as like the New Jersey school was. The New Jersey school, I don't think they'd ever been anywhere. Uh, I, Santa Clara, you got to believe, has played somewhere. <laughs> if they've played yeah. Stanford, they've at least <laughs> been there. Although, i, I got to tell you, years ago when I was still doing baseball, we played in a regional at Stanford. You're thinking, these guys win? <laughs> the facility wasn't much. At that time, they didn't have lights. Uh, I think the biggest crowd they had for even a Stanford game was 2,200. And you're thinking, this is it. And I can remember one year, uh, also we played in a Super Regional at Arizona State, and I was there. And other than the outside of the stadium, which is decorated with Reggie Jackson and uh, Barry Bonds, I can't remember if it was Jackson, but Barry Bonds played there, uh, Dustin Pedroia played there. Other than that, it's like, really? These guys win all the time? The the facilities don't even come close to the SEC facilities. So in that sense, even if Santa Clara has played some of the Pac-12 schools, 
they will not have seen anything like they're going to see at Baumwalker Stadium. Rick, to that point, so I just clicked on the box score between uh, Santa Clara and Stanford in their midweek yeah. game, which Stanford won 20-17, to 17, by the way. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh, 20-17. <laughs> yeah. uh, the attendance in that game at Stanford, 1,000? 730. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. so they're going to see 11,000 people there, and I'm guessing not many of them are going to be pulling for Santa Clara. You know, when you when you have an NCAA, when you host a regional, you do have to uh, allocate supply tickets, tickets yeah. Yeah, for the other schools. But you think about these other schools, uh, other than TCU, nobody's anywhere close to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. So i got to believe you're going to have at least 10,000 Razorback fans for every game, and that's that's allotting 1,000 for TCU, and I don't know that they would travel that well. Yeah. Rick, you know, you mentioned you you did baseball for a long time with, with both Phil and Chuck. What's probably one of the, the best memories from postseason baseball that you can remember? Well, the best memory I have goes back when, uh, this is kind of a funny story, but in 1979... We had uh, one affiliate. There was a station in Fayetteville that did the games. And they had their general manager and somebody else. And it was almost comical to listen to them. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, that's just not what they did. They, they sold advertising. And so on a lark, they did the games. So it was the first year that Arkansas, I guess it was the second year they got invited to the NCAA, but first year as a Southwest Conference school. And um, we got sent to Tallahassee, Florida. And I was the assistant SID then, and so I was sports information director. And, and so I traveled with the team. And they said, well, you're going, yes. Could you do the games? Okay. So, so I got to do all the games. Oh, wow. By myself in 1979. And it was a great regional. Arkansas beat, uh, never even had to play Florida State. They got eliminated. Beat George Washington, beat Florida beat Delaware, and this is a team, Kevin McReynolds was a freshman, Johnny Ray uh, was on the team, um, uh, Ron Reynolds, who ended up, those both of those guys played in the major leagues quite a while, as did Kevin McReynolds, and so we won the regional. So now we're going to Omaha. Uh, can you do the games at Omaha? What? Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm there doing the games by myself, and, and, and we played all, we went all the way to the national championship Oh, game. wow. And so it was really cool to do that. So, so when you ask me what my memory is, yeah, I can name some other memories, but that still, even though it was that many years ago, I still remember it very, very well. It was very exciting. We lost the championship game 2-1. to one. We had a pitcher named Steve Kruger, who was a junior that year, and uh, he went 10-2. and two. That was one of his losses. The next year he went 13-0. and 0. He was really, really good. So, uh, and probably never threw faster than 87, 88 miles an hour left-hander with great control so that's probably my best memory but obviously there are other memories um even my last one uh 2015 because it was a lot of fun getting there uh went in the regional over at uh, stillwater and then the super regional and then <coughs> um, andrew benintendi was on that team so arkansas didn't win either game but my gosh watching andrew benintendi that season was absolutely fantastic and then the last one that chuck did you know, Arkansas won its first two games, beat South Carolina in game two, but then South Carolina beat twi- beat Arkansas twice to knock them out, and South Carolina won the national championship that year. So those are the – that's just rambling. But uh, any time you go to Omaha, it's fantastic. And, you know, there's this image. Uh, we got uh, – I don't know if Navy Mike ever calls you guys, but he thinks if you don't win the national championship, you're a bum. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> I, I have yet to ask him if he ever reached the – the title of admiral when he was in the navy if he didn't maybe he's a bum but anyway uh you think about you think about just getting there it is so hard to get there and once you get there if you win a couple games it's great arkansas played for the national championship twice didn't get it i hope that someday while dave van horn is here that they will win the championship because it's really really a great thing to do edwards food giant courtesy of them is uh, the reason rick schaefer joins the show every tuesday rick Based on what you just said and, and the experiences that you've witnessed over the years, kind of put in perspective this era of Razorback baseball being the 10th time in school history they're hosting a yeah. regional, fifth in the last six NCAA tournaments, and you have people calling in, like you mentioned, even if they are the outlier, you still have those that think, 
why aren't they winning national championships with the facilities and all the the support that they get? Put in perspective this era of Razorback baseball as opposed to the ones that you've seen historically. Well, it's pretty remarkable, really. And you think about Norton O'Brien went what four times mm-hmm. in a long career, and he's in the Hall of Fame. You know, and and so again, it's very hard to get there. We can go back two years ago and say, was that the best team in Razorback history? They were ranked number one for 10 or 12 weeks or something, won every series in the SEC, won the regional, beat North Carolina State like 23-2 to in the first game, and then lost two games and didn't go. But that was a tremendous team, and uh, they didn't go. Norm DeBryan's best team ever might not have been the national championship runner-up. It might have been the 1999 team. That was a great team. I mean, they had home runs like crazy. They were in the SEC. They won the SEC championship. Um, and they're leading Missouri State. It was Southwest Missouri State at the time in the ninth inning. And a guy hits a home run and ties the game. Southwest Missouri State wins it in 10 or 11 innings. And with the <clears> format the way it was, Arkansas had to come back later that day and play in the loser's bracket the same day. Got beat by Clemson. That was a really, really good team. So it is really hard to win the national championship. What Dave Van Horn has done at Arkansas is absolutely astonishing. And you can say, yes, he's got the facilities, and yes, he's got everything else. But here's the difference in in baseball and any other sport. You can have the best recruiting year in the history of the school, and half the class doesn't come. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're drafted, and they go to to professional baseball. And so that's the – I mean, you're looking at – I think this class, this recruiting class he's got right now – I believe it's ranked number one or number two in the country. But I think there's four guys in it that project to be in the first two rounds of the draft. Yeah. Well, that all of a sudden you're not the number one or two recruiting class in the country anymore. You're, you still might be seven or eight, but it makes a difference. You go out and get the best players, and then they don't come. Well, Rick, man, wealth of knowledge as always. I, I I hate to cut it short, but Baz is calling in from Omaha Beach. Well, you and need to talk to David Basil. I think that's the most important thing you're going to do today. <laughs> no. I should mention real quickly, though, because this is a big deal, too. The SEC is meeting this week yeah. in Destin, and they're going to announce what I think they'll announce before the week is over, what the schedule is going to be. That's going to be a big, big deal, whether mm-hmm. they play eight games or nine games and what the format is. And so I know you all will talk about that as the week goes along, but that's the other big story going on right now. And I, I saw a, a rumor that the the permanent games Arkansas would have, potentially uh, Texas, Missouri, and was it Mississippi State? Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss, yeah. yeah so that's not a rumor. That'll be the three. Okay. So yeah. well, so you, you, I think everybody knows who, who they're going to be. The question is, is that what they're going to do, or will they give you one rival and you play seven teams and flip them? And I would hate that. You know who they're going to give Arkansas would be Missouri. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the fact that it, and I know Texas is good. And they're tough to beat, and we have this rivalry. But they dominated it for years. Um, but I still think for Arkansas fans, the revival of the Texas series would be so big that I hope they go to the nine-game format and you get three rivals rather than just one rival and uh, that you only play one team every year. I don't think that would be good. And I know other schools would not like that either, like Alabama or, or, or say, Auburn. I think the Auburn-Georgia game is the longest series of anybody in the SEC, but they're going to dump that because they wouldn't – go a year without Alabama and Auburn. Yeah. So I, I just can't, I cannot imagine they would give you just one permanent rival. And it's made for TV. I mean, they've made that clear. Right. This is a made-for-TV product at this point. And those matchups that you talked about, Rick, those are made-for-TV matchups, yeah. which is why you'd, you'd wonder why you'd go away from something that you're going to draw eyeballs to televisions, especially if you draw historic rivalry eyeballs in from this region, from the Southwest Conference region. It makes too much sense. But then again, things have made sense in the past, and executives have gone the other way. So we'll see. Here's why I think, this is my opinion, I could be wrong. Here's why I think they've been hesitant. They want more money from ESPN if if there's an extra conference game. ESPN's, I don't know if they're drained yet or not, but they've got to be, I mean, they're they're letting people go, um, and they're still paying high dollar for product. But if they can maneuver additional money from ESPN, then I guarantee it'll go to nine games. It'll be interesting to find out. I know Trey Schapp will also be down. He'll be reporting live from down there uh, throughout the week. So I I would imagine, Rick, he'll be calling into drive time as well as all the other shows uh, to tell us what's going on at at the SEC meeting. So, Rick, hey, always a great time. Great talking to you as usual, and uh, we'll talk soon.
All right. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. RJ. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thanks Rick. Rick. Rick Schaefer. Courtesy of Edwards Food Giant. That will be the interesting meat people. Um, to see that schedule come out. I, I was texting with uh, with Shaft the other day, and uh, he, he said that that is, you know, usually he talks to um, every sporting events coach, and uh, and he'll still do that, but he, he's going to be locked in to figure out what's going on with that schedule. Um, I, what would you prefer? The oh, eight, or, eight or nine? I, th- I think at this point, you know the way that it's 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 shifting. I'd yeah. go to nine. Yeah. You know, I, I it, if if it works out, I think I think nine would be especially with the the expansions, right? Like yeah. that's why I think going to nine makes more sense now because you're adding more teams and you're bringing in more players into the game. So I, I would add nine. Well, I mean, and here's the one thought on that is though when the expansion takes place. By the way, but, that's what I would. When, but when, but when do you like having the what three game three non conference games every year? I mean, I know. One of them is usually kind of just a, a straight. You know, it's going to be a win. Nine times, and those out of, are important. You yeah, know, I, you, I, I, you I think those are still ha- important. With but. The, with as tough as the SEC schedule is, right, right now, we know if you add that one extra game, it's going to make it that much more difficult. Would you rather have that those couple gimme games? To but, but here's the other thing on that. And I'm just thinking out loud. A lot of teams are are making those non-con games for strength of schedule. So you're seeing Alabama play Notre Dame or or Clemson or or you know you're seeing some of these teams that want to have a legit shot at a national championship and making it to the playoffs, not just schedule some cupcake. But my whole thought on this is if you go nine games or eight games, you gotta have. I mean, there's you can got, still schedule cupcakes with nine games. I know you can still schedule one really good non-conference yeah. game, and then one game that you feel like, hey, this is a buy game. Yeah, you know, this is a game against an opponent that you're going to pay a, a good sum of money to help with their athletic budget. By the way, that's important. But at the same token, you don't need two of those. Maybe just one of those, one good non-conference game. You know, yeah, and then you have you can have one kind of like a a, a hard, medium, and and soft non conference schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean and that that way that way you you can still I think have the same or similar structure, but like I just mentioned, it's made for. Te- would you rather see Arkansas, no. Texas, or Arkansas, North Texas? No, I you know I, I, I know what the answer is, but I'm just I agree with that. Yeah, but as a fan, right, and, and you're sitting here going, golly, we got we got another one this week. You know, you got a really good team that you're trying to make it to the national championship, right? And, and it's a murderer's row every single week, and now you're adding another one to it. But I think expanding the college football playoff will help with this because then you don't feel like that one or two losses, especially two losses, you don't feel like you're eliminated anymore. Yeah. Is all if if yeah, if strength of schedule is taken into account, which of course it is in yeah. the college football playoff committee. Then you feel like, okay, yeah, they know we went through a murderer's row of, of SEC West opponents. Yeah. And the college football playoff has now expanded to 12 teams. So, yeah, we may not be the four seed, but we're going to come in as the eight seed or a 10 seed or whatever it may be. I guess, one, you know, I, I guess once you make, make the playoffs expanded, it's all about just like the NCAA tournament. Just get in. At that point, just get in. And see what happens. And just see what happens. Yeah, I, a good point on that. Rick Schaefer was great. David Basil coming to us from the beaches of Normandy. It is 2.28 local time in France right now. In the afternoon. Yes, correct. In, in the afternoon. <laughs> Important well, note. Well, Important note. Thank well, you. Good because, point, caller. Because here's the thing. Basil sends a text the other night, and it was like 2.30 in the morning, and he's on his computer at some cafe. That's more likely. That's, that's, that's the Basil we expect. Yeah. 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 So when you say that, you have to clarify. It is, it is the PM. Good point. So, good point. 7.30 on the bus. I know Robert Redford, even overhaul. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This is 
Sports Center. The Arkansas Razorbacks have their assignment for the 2023 NCAA Baseball Tournament. As expected, the Hogs earned a national seed. They are the number three overall seed in this year's tournament. The only two teams ahead of them, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons and the Florida Gators. The Razorbacks will be joined by the Big 12 champions TCU, Arizona and at-large out of the Pac-12, and the WCC champion Santa Clara. The Hogs will open up the NCAA Tournament on Friday afternoon. They face off against Santa Clara at 2 p.m. You can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz, and you can watch it on ESPN+. As a reminder, first round is a double elimination round. The winner of the Fayetteville Regional will take on whoever comes out of the Terre Haute Regional, which features Indiana State, Wright State, Iowa, and North Carolina. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Upper 80s and low 90s in the days ahead. Mostly sunny skies. Still low humidity, though, and a high today of 89. 66 for a low tonight and 90 expected tomorrow afternoon. Small rain chance by Friday. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Big news. Half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right. Half price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benihana's. Come get them. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Friday in the zone, we'll take a look at the Diamond Hogs in Hoover, Arkansas versus LSU. We'll look back at that game, plus look ahead at the rest of the SEC tournament. Also coming up, we got Pigskin Preacher, Philip Martin with a little entertainment, and Tom Murphy at 11 o'clock talking Razorback sports. All that and a whole lot more coming up Friday in the zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you tired of the same old grocery store experience? Then it's time to switch things up and shop at the neighborhood family markets in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills. Our stores offer a unique shopping experience where we know our customers by name and offer a wide selection of fresh, locally sourced meats and produce. And you can even grab you a hot cup of community coffee while you're there. On selected items, you can mix and match any five items for only $24.99. And if you're a Valero Gasoline customer, store points on your Family Markets reward card and reduce them at the pump to lower your price per gallon at select stores. At your neighborhood family markets, we're committed to providing a personalized shopping experience that's focused on our customers. So come on down and see why we're the best choice for your grocery needs. With fresh food, great deals, and friendly service, we're sure you're going to love shopping at the neighborhood family markets. So come on, stop by today and check us out. We're the family markets with stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills. The way grocery shopping is supposed to be. Family markets. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low-T Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Tired of making those long hauls and missing your family and friends? Has Slip Concrete needs CDL drivers here in Central Arkansas. Weekly direct pay, great benefits, plus bonuses and local routes. So be home for those birthdays and special events. Apply today at ConcreteDrivers.net. Go to ConcreteDrivers.net to apply. Again, go to ConcreteDrivers.net. If you have a Class A or B CDL, you can start hauling today. Apply at ConcreteDrivers.net. That's ConcreteDrivers.net. Let's keep the good vibes going. Morning Mayhem is back on the air. Here's Baz, Roger, and Justin in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Nine thirty-three, Morning Mayhem. You know I had to do it because the man is on the phone. The guy that that has started the the whole comeback with the time and the name, David Bass. Branding, everybody. It's branding. He, he no one's on, better at it than Bass. He is on the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> he stormed them. He stormed the beaches, and he's calling in now from France. <laughs> What's up, Bass? Bonjour, Woo-Pig. <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure it translates the same thing. Yeah, Woo-Pig in French is the same in English. Yes. I am uh, I am standing on top of Mont Saint Michel, uh, which is about thirty stories tall. It's a monastery now, but it was built in seven hundred. 
So it's basically 13, between 13 and 1,400 years old, uh, and thousands come here every year. It looks like something out of Harry Potter. It really does if you Google it. Uh, and so obviously, you know, for to, to see something that was built in 700 that people are still walking through it, it's pretty remarkable. It's just been unreal. It just reminds me of how much of a baby our country is compared to Europe and uh, yeah, yesterday the Normandy was was unbelievable. But I miss you, boys. I miss I miss Arkansas. I'm about ready to get back. Baz, you know you about. sent uh, about yeah you <laughs> you sent a lot of videos and put on social media of, of, about being at the cemetery yesterday on on Normandy or just outside of Omaha Beach. Explain like that moment because what you put on social media is you said it was hard to come up with words to 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 when you made the post, but. Just overall, just the what was the moment like standing there at, at, and seeing those headstones? Yeah, what's crazy, guys, is that you know you see it in the movies, you know you've seen pictures of it, but we sort of had a purpose. Uh, Jessica had a had a friend who had a family member that they wanted us to visit the gravesite uh, and do some special things in memory of him, uh, and so you know we had a we had sort of an interesting you know purpose in being there. But then you get there and you look at the cliffs, you look at Omaha Beach where, you know, Omaha and Utah were the two beaches where most of our Americans died, 4,000, I think, in that first day, somewhere around there. Uh, and to see those 10,000 crosses, 10,000, um, so packed in there, it just realized, and, and, you know, when we first got to the first statue you see, it, it's called Young Man Coming Out of the Sea. Uh, and the French people who were our hosts and guys, they said because most of the men from America were 18, 19, 20 years old, so it was so impactful just to see it. The wind was zipping around. I mean, the wind was blowing like 30, 35 miles an hour. So you can imagine what it was like on that day when they, you know, hit the beaches. But it was a second Lieutenant Mendel Jacobson that we were at a hospital. Oh, I think we may have lost Baz's signal on. Uh, I don't know how many cell towers they have around uh, buildings that were built in the year 700. So might... Uh, yeah, and you know his his cell phone was remarkably stable there. I mean, it sounded for a like long time for for a while for being in France. Yeah, first of all, um, yeah. We'll, we'll try to reconnect with Basil here and, and just we'll hang up and, and call back. But um, what a what a what a moment though that he's describing. Oh yeah, you know, and 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 I don't, and I'll ask him about this because no one embodies the hustle and bustle of just American work culture like Baz where he's just yeah. gone on and on and on right. to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to yeah. the next. And to take a day where you emotionally, you know, put yourself in, in that moment mm-hmm. as opposed to the, you know, all right, I got to do this, 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 and this, and just sit there and absorb everything that took place on those beaches must have been pretty powerful. Yeah, no, and and hopefully we get him back on here in a moment because I guess they're so Baz and Roger they're going to be off the rest of this week. That's right. So you and Kyle and, and there's Basil right there, but you and Kyle Duckelbaum, uh will finish out the week. Yeah, after you didn't want to you don't want to you know finish no. out the week with me. I know. Yeah, so I think Baz, I think we got Baz. It's back. It's all right. I got a I, I got I got someone hey, coming in. Here, here, here's David. Oh, here's that David. was just that was Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Hey, thanks, Jessica. Hello. Live on the air, morning mayhem. It's hey, just like when you and Roger on on remote and you lose signal. Did you trip over the uh, the the telephone line? Like what happened? Fell down the stairs of that no, seven hundred building. As you said, Chris, there's, there's no cell tower on a seven on a fourteen hundred year old monastery. <laughs> Hey, Baz. But what I was saying, where, Go where ahead. did I drop yeah. off at? Well, you were you were just kind of talking about the moment, but I I, I want to ask you a, a quick follow up on that as, as you were talking about it. You are are constantly moving and doing stuff and and working constantly all hours of the day, all hours of the night. What was it like to to kind of take a break from that and be in the moment of something so historic and meaningful in American history? Oh, it just was, uh, well, that's really, that was, it, of course, we were, it was, I saw the Mona, I've seen the Mona Lisa, I've seen the Eiffel Tower, you know, Notre Dame and all that, but, you know, having watched all the movies, sitting hearing the history, to finally see that, and then to honor somebody, when I was cut off, it was, I was saying, Second Lieutenant Mendel Jacobson, uh, and so we saw the grave, uh, grave side of a, of a soldier that had family in Redfield, Arkansas, and, and Jessica even got to take dirt from the beach and rub it into the inscription uh, and engraving on the cross. And so the, the greatest thing, though, guys, is at the very beginning, they, we presented, we had flowers there at the, where the, uh, the youth, the young man coming out of the sea, and they played taps. 
And, of course, I had to film it. And I, as I was filming, I panned around. I'll post it later. The entire cemetery stopped. I mean, thousands of people just stopped from all nationalities. When Taps is played in that cemetery, everybody stopped. So, yeah, there was... It was a moment, Chris, for me to just go, hey, listen, there's nothing else going on. Of course, I, I had to document it. We'll, we'll post it later. But, yeah, it's just really neat to see how, how appreciative the French are and what the Americans did, you know, for them and for the world, for that matter, back on D-Day back in 1944. So what's next, Baz? I mean, you guys, uh, you, you sent me a text at like 2 in the morning at some cafe with your laptop already. And well, what, what, else are you, what else are you doing? You know, I'm having a I'm having a book touchdown club speaker. So uh, between the Mona Lisa, between the Mona Lisa and a Moulin Rouge, I get my computer out at two o'clock in the morning and send email. So yeah, we got the Band of Brothers tour coming up, and uh, so that'll be really cool. But yeah, it's been a uh, I do want to thank Clay Beeson, who has been our our host. He's from Harding University, former football coach there. It's been great, boys. It just reminds us of how you know, example, we went to the Louvre where the Mona Lisa was, and we saw artifacts that were, you know, 40 centuries old, 4,000 years old. And it just, it's sort of a reminder, our country, we're just, you know, we think we've been around a long time, 250 years, and holy cow, it just, uh, and I, I'm blessed to be here. I, I miss you guys. I miss being back in Arkansas, but eye-opening and just a lot of reasons to be blessed, but especially here, the, the Normandy Beach deal, just a reminder what might have happened if, if we had not done what America and, and Britain and Canada and, and all the others fought against Hitler had, had not accomplished where we'd be today as a society in a world. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Well, when you get back, Baz, you'll be able to uh, watch the Fayetteville region. A lot of folks are saying, do not yes. show up in Fayetteville this weekend. We got Santa Clara first, and we got TCU. As, we beat Santa Clara, right? You, you get the winner of TCU in Arizona, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm monitoring. I'm trying to monitor. The, I saw with the Celtics blew it last night. Had him home. Oh, yeah, it was a great game. Field, great game, Baz. Baz, yeah. Baz, yeah. R- RJ's knowledge of the NBA is, is that of the uh, the the piece of paper in I'd front rather, of me. I would rather hike those me, stairs at the monastery than watch the NBA. Let me tell you what, Chris Kane, we trained that young man right for 14 years. Yeah. His NBA knowledge is exactly off where it charts. needs to be. Awful. 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 I have been tempted to call the hogs. At some point, well, again, Moulin Rouge, which is a uh, burlesque yeah. show, has been around since 1898. In the top of the Eiffel Tower, uh, the Louvre. But I've been afraid every time I wanted to do it. Yeah, the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, wanted to do that there, but I'm afraid every time I do it, I get kicked out. You so should have gone and done it in the middle, the middle of that giant roundabout you sent a picture of. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's the Arc de Triomphe, uh, where the Tour de France uh, goes through. I was I was sick this year, but yeah, there's just there's a lot of cool history. But I listen. Hey, don't get it wrong. There's, there's one. There's one country that I love, but I love coming over here. Rome last year was great. I'm just I'm very blessed to be able to be a part of. It. But I'm I am ready to get back to those Hawks win this weekend. Baz, real quick before we let you go, I, I need your advice on how to do this. Okay, so okay. we have been off the the trend uh, the terrestrial radio all morning long because the transmitter's down. So we are currently yeah. only on the app. So I, I, yeah, we're back now. Oh, we are back. I believe so. It's oh, email says. Josh, good job, Josh. Okay, Thank well, you, never Josh. mind. Never mind, because I was going to. I was going to wonder how we do beat the Baz just off the app, <laughs> or uh, Razorback Graffiti. Yeah, Razorback Graffiti just off the app. I guess we could do it now. Have you done, fa- have you done factor crap yet this week or last no, week? No, wait. Look, match game was hard enough. We okay? barely got through match game. <laughs> wait, Josh, do you have a recap of match game over there? Uh, uh, I do. I have a recap of match game. Ba- Baz, yeah. li- listen to this. Can you play? Can, oh, Josh is queuing it up. Baz, let's just say uh, we got some stuff we have to give away. You guys have, first of all, you got a lot of giveaways. Yeah, you got, okay, you got, you way, got so many. There's too many games. Way too many games. <laughs> and and Josh is in there, and he keeps. He, Josh has been fantastic, by the way. He's trying to keep RJ and I on track. Like, hey guys, maybe a giveaway this next segment. He'll come into the to the studio. <laughs> And we'll be like, yeah, that that sounds great. That sounds great. And, and we then, totally forget. And then it's like, hey, RJ, let's talk about your your uh, daughter's softball team again and how ridiculous <laughs> it is. And then we'll go. And then he'll be like, guys, guys, we really got to give stuff it. away here. I've got it. All right. All right. So, so it's impossible. Baz, listen to this real quick. This was from Match Game last week. Okay. Oh, uh, you got to put it in program. We don't hear it. Oh. In program. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The red button, the top left corner. Yep. All right. I think we should be good now. All right. Yeah, he's trying to something. RJ goes... Hi, what? <laughs> he said, he said, what ball? Blank ball. I think that's it. You what? David, what do you got? Hi, blank. Uh, I tower. Hi, what? Blank car. David, what do you got? Train car. Who? Train car. Train car. Train car. I mean, it was, it was just one after another. Huh? Like, what? Couldn't understand Who? what anybody said. And so... 
Hey, it's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what we do in morning mail. That's exactly that's what we do. Song. Yeah. Train what? <laughs> Who? I had no idea. So, huh? I think we're going to, you know, Josh asked if we wanted to uh, try Family Feud today, and I said, <laughs> I don't know. We, we may go with Factor Crap. Listen, you, you were lucky just to be on the air, right? Very, uh, we just came back on. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Thanks, how's, Gary. Roger, how's Roger doing? Is Roger, did you hear from Roger? I saw Roger on Saturday at the Ice Machine, and he and Zach were out uh, for Memorial Day stuff. And so saw him. He looks refreshed and rested. And so uh, I think he's also ready to get back come Monday. Have you heard, has JM made it back from California yet? I don't even know where JM is right now. I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. James, we're all, we're all just living yeah. in it. That's right. All right, boys. Hey, thanks for doing a great job. Uh, appreciate you guys both. Thank, thank, thank you, buddy. Bad. Have fun. That is David Basil. JM could be on the tie line right now just listening, and we have no have idea. have no idea. No clue. And he could be laughing, going, Hi, y'all. I'm working. And JM, JM, are you there? Hi, y'all. No, he's not there. <laughs> nope. No, no, he's not, not there. He's not there. So. Oh, but here he is. Found him. Woo. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. So we're, people are listening. Well, some people are listening. We, we are back on the 103.7 terrestrial feed. Yes. So that means... We are on the air. Do we want to do it now, or do we want to wait till 8.30? What Josh? Do well, are we doing... Vote. You want, you want to do graffiti at 8.30, aren't we? Oh, okay, that's what I'm asking. You want to do it at 8.30? Let's, 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 promo, let's start time. a promotion now. Yeah, well, we're going we're gonna to prime the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 8.30. Start thinking about it. Raise right. graffiti. So this is going to be the Chris and RJ version of, right? This could go terribly bad. Huh? Or, what? Or it could go... <laughs> what they say? Huh? Oh, boy. And don't forget, 805, Brady Slavin's going to come up. Going to talk about the... Thanks Sissy's Log Cabin. Yeah, going to yes. talk about the region. And then uh, Chuck Gatlin, 845. Trey Shep just sent a text, and he's going to call in at 9. Beautiful. He's, he's already down at the beach getting ready for SEC meetings. He volunteers for this every year, and I know why. It's a great gig if you can get it. You know, most people go down there for the beach. Trey goes down because he loves the information. He loves and he does. He the, loves the meetings. And, and he he does. He's a big fan. He's not a beach guy. He's the meetings guy. You know, we used to think Trey used to go down there and just play golf all no. week. No, he's, he's literally sitting in every one of these oh, meetings. Oh, he loves them. He's like, okay, let's talk about the gymnastics meet oh, this week. Oh man, he well, jacked it up. Sc- I mean, talking schedule like you guys mentioned. It is, it is some significant. No, there is. This year, yes. This year, yeah. This year, most of the time, there's no. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we get formality. We, we get interviews from like the women's golf coach of Kentucky. That's right. And and then they're also going to be on uh, the short grass. <laughs> Every coach at meetings will be right. on short grass. That's exactly right. Okay, seven forty-seven. Morning, ma'am. Did you know that the national seatbelt use rate is 91.6% and Arkansas seatbelt use rate has decreased to 79.1%? Now, that's not the direction we need to be heading. Come on, Arkansas, we can do better than that. The fact is, it only takes two seconds to buckle your seatbelt. It's only two seconds, but it could be the most important two seconds of your life. Because without a seatbelt, you're risking your life and the lives of your passengers. If you still need a reason to buckle up, here's the sobering fact. In 2020, 51% of all the passengers killed in car crashes were unrestrained. Wearing a seatbelt is is the most important thing you can do to prevent death or injury in a car crash. Every time I get into a car, whether I'm driving or a passenger, I buckle my seatbelt. Not most of the time, all of the time. No exceptions. And I'm challenging you to do the same. It's not just the right thing to do, it's the smart thing to do. Here's the good news. Seatbelt use saves nearly 15,000 lives each year. That's 15,000 people living their lives because of seatbelts. Someday, that number may include you or someone you love. Let's answer the challenge, Arkansas. I'm buckled up. Are you? Click it or ticket. Every trip, every time. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater, Holt & Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants at all locations. Little Rock, Conway, Hot Springs, Bryant, Jacksonville, and Springdale. Rainwater, Holt & Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater, Holt & Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Tour right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to. And then you're going to be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. 
When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodds on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. Britt Floyd, the world's greatest live Pink Floyd experience, returns to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena Friday, June 2nd at 7.30 p.m. to celebrate 50 years of the dark side of the moon. Featuring classic tracks such as Money, Time, Us and Them, and The Great Gig in the Sky as well as many highlights from Pink Floyd's magnificent album catalog. Tickets are on sale now for Brit Floyd, a live Pink Floyd experience. Listen, joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterwards. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is Trey Reed from the Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumel, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, battery outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's the Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. It's time to get back to the mayhem with David, Roger, and Justin in the Oakland Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Dutch Master has produced something special in the wet, in the dry. Max Verstappen wins the Monaco Grand Prix for surely one of his most satisfying victories in Formula One. The crowd is at over for no Joseph Newgarden. Oh, two. Penske at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and Joseph Newgarden finally wins the Indianapolis 500. Such a great race. It's the captain's 19th win, Newgarden's first. Bring it around here, boy. And Byron closing on this final lap to within eight-tenths of a second, but off turn number four, the Coca-Cola 600 belongs to Ryan Blaney. Which one was the NASCAR call? The last one. Thanks. Couldn't tell. Oh <laughs> my God! It's a, it sounds here's the thing. It sounds like the same guy the first two clips. Exactly. That's why. It's, no, I, I understand you. what you're saying yes, now. Yes. But when you say you kind of looked at it. What is this music? It's fast car by you Tracy Chapman. Yeah, come on. Never heard classic. this. Never heard it. You're, no, 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 no. I won't stand for this. I've never heard I this. I will not. R.J. Hawk. See, because the tone of the song would make much sense, obviously. The song is called Fast Car. Yeah. So therefore... No, no, no. Josh, you made it perfect. Yeah. Wait, wait. I want to get back. Listen to this. Listen. Song's awesome. You've never heard this song? Never heard this song. That's impossible. You worked in this, at this radio station? I don't know if you know this or not. But we All right, listen to the guitar. Listen to the guitar. You've never heard this. No, Chris. I've never heard this song. You How have you worked at this? You have. You made I, it No, like, I literally, I'm 38 years old. I've never heard this song in my life. I'm not saying it's an all-time classic, but working at this station... I'm not saying that I know everything about music, or that even I know a third about music. <laughs> but I'm just saying I've never heard this song. Ever. I love the idea of knowing just a third about music. Like, I don't... He knows a lot. Just from working on, on the morning show... Listen. Come on. Okay, never... If he, no, no. If he hadn't heard the guitar hook, he, he's never heard well, it. Well, I... Uh, come on, come on. Never heard it. Wow. I feel like there's someone like St. Patty's Day I should be listening to. It's kind of got a little <laughs> Irish. 
I mean, I, it's no. a man or woman singing the song. I, dude, it's I, a great debate. I, <laughs> see, you guys are gonna try to walk me off into something I don't know. Yeah, like, never heard this ever. Okay, glad we've moving on. Now. All right, I can't believe it's just it's shocking because I mean, of all the times you play, beat the Baz and all these different. We didn't put that in beat the Baz. Man, because surprise, because that would beat the Baz. That would not be Basil. One hundred percent. Basil would get that one hundred percent heartbeat. Call him we back. Call him in Tracy France Chapman. right now. We talked about Tracy Chapman like a week ago. Yeah, call him he back. Call him back. The show. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the only surprising thing about RJ is not that it's you because you know. I mean, you know a lot. Just being on the morning show for yeah. fourteen years, yeah. you have listened to more music than yeah. arguably any other producer. Not that one. Even in music radio. Yeah, not that one. The amount of music that gets played on this show. Never heard it. Okay, there it is. Hey, what's really Tracy Chapman? What's Fast really Car. weird was been that covered a lot of times. I'm not putting it on my phone. Okay. Um, one that I just saw the the other day that uh, they are doing a John Madden biopic. Yes. Right. Yes. And Will Ferrell's going to star as John Madden in this. Could they not come up with somebody better? Like I like Will Ferrell, 100. percent Oh, he's he is he's one outstanding. Of the Absolutely. But it seems like a a bad cast. Like you. <laughs> Well, like you think you get like Caliendo or somebody like that to to do John Madden. Yeah, but if you do Caliendo, it's like it's gonna be basically a spoof. Yeah, I know, but he's so good. He's so good. He's so. I would at, I would at least put. I'd love to see the casting tape. I was watching Caliendo. Uh, he does Instagram reels and stuff like that all the time. You know, requests. I just don't think we've had anyone. I, I've yet to see anyone be better than him, and 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 have that many in the bag. In and terms maybe of this turns out great. It, it might, you know, Will Ferrell does a great job in almost every movie he does. But, but Will Ferrell's also a spoof, don't you think? Yes. I mean, he does spoofs all the time. His Harry Carey spoof is one of the best I've seen. Yes. So it, it, yeah, it would be. It's a. It's definitely a risk. Um, and you know, Madden's no longer with us, so uh-huh. you don't have that ki- kind of, I guess, blessing, so to speak, that he would be signing off on, on who it would be that would be playing. Not that it's necessary, but you know, a lot of times when you're trying to do a biopic, you want to go guess, to the family and talk with them and say, "Hey, here's what we're thinking. What are your thoughts?" And I guess that um, a younger John Madden is not a big, you know, just not as big as what he was. Later in life, he was pretty big. Back he's a then. big guy. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of those old tapes, slender. the Raider days. Yeah, yeah, but he's still a big dude. Yeah, you know. So Will might he's going to have to either put on a suit or or gain a lot. I just don't think it's a good cast. Well, we said this before, and here's the here, you're right. I mean, initially, I think there's there's uh, questions around the casting because you're going with a, a historically a com, a comedian and a guy who's been great in comedy. Not that it's not possible, but you definitely have to uh, break that kind of stigma around and say it's not going to be a spoof. It's going to be more, more genuine, more, more realistic, you know. But I think that we've in in his history we've said, okay, yeah, this guy horrible cast, and they go out and they knock the performance out of the park. So I'm hoping he does that if he, if he is a cast. Man deserves that. All I can envision right now is him. Mom, the meatloaf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, that's a Hi, everybody. Open. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's. I know. Well, maybe maybe he maybe he pulls one out that we haven't seen before, and and we go, oh wow, Will Will Ferrell, great cast. We'll, well done. We all we all doubted it ended up being a, a, a outstanding casting for for the Madden movie. We'll see. Well, and it also talks about in this biopic, it, they're going to get into the Madden video game as well, yes. not just his coaching. Well, career. I think the success of <clears throat> Air and how the yeah. Air Jordans became popular. Now people are just fascinated by stories behind. Those things like yeah. shoes, video games, popular culture, items that we all now play constantly. It's like, oh, have you heard the story behind this? It's actually pretty incredible. And if they share that well, it'll be a hit. Yeah. Hey, when we come back, Brady Slavens, it's 8 o'clock. Are you looking for an affordable way to create lasting memories with your family? Well, look no further than Kiko's Country RV in Cabot and Bryan. And now, we've taken it 10 steps further with Arkansas's only camper clearance lot, and it's in Mayflower. What does that mean? It means every unit on the lot will be sold at or below dealer's cost. That's right. You won't find lower prices on new campers anywhere in the state. And the best part? No commission to 